0: the cost of taking a stand for Jesus in the world. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in Acts chapter 16. Going to be looking at verses 19 through 24 today. Uh, This is the second half of Paul's encounter with... The slave girl who had the uh, spirit of divination, uh, a spirit from the enemy who was uh, using uh, this power to tell people their fortunes, and this girl was owned by some people that were basically using her as their moneymaker, and Paul called it out uh, as the spirit within her kept identifying he and his associates as men of God who were proclaiming the salvation of Christ. And so Paul calls out the evil spirit and casts it away, commands it to leave the girl. And it did that very hour. The girl was set free. Um, But today we learn of the consequences of that action, taking that stand for Jesus. You know, the reality is whenever we take a stand for Jesus in this world... It's going to cost us something. It really is, my friends. It's going to cost us something uh, when we take a stand for Jesus. And so today we're going to find out the consequences of Paul's uh, particular stand in this instance as we read uh, this passage together. But before we do, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you, Lord God, that you're faithful to be with us at all times and in all ways. Uh, Your spirit is present to us. You never pull away. You never pull back. And so, Lord God, we thank you. Father, help us to feast on the daily bread of your word today. Um, Feed us till we want no more. We are hungry and we're ready and we come uh, just waiting uh, for what you have for us. Set the table, Lord, and speak through your word once again as you're faithful to do. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here is Acts sixteen, nineteen through 24. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, these men are Jews and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Ah... These are harsh consequences that we see being leveled against Paul and Silas. One, for uh, freeing this girl from this unclean spirit that was possessing her, that was just absolutely owning her, controlling every aspect of her life, and freeing her from her captors. She was a slave to these people that were using this unclean spirit within her to tell people's fortunes, Uh, She was making them money. They owned her. She was owned twice. Owned by the enemy possessing her with this unclean spirit and owned by these people that were using her for their own selfish gain. And they were furious when Paul uh, took a stand against that spirit and called it out of her. And they took Paul and Silas and dragged them into town in front of the magistrates, told them what they had done. And the magistrates had them stripped of their clothes and brutally beaten. And then they were. Uh, they, the magistrate told the guards to throw them into the prison and hold them there safely. Now, you remember that Paul was a Roman citizen, and so he did have rights as it related to the rights that any citizen would have uh, within that culture. Um, and they're thrown in jail and, and uh, fastened. Uh, by their feet to the stocks they can't move they're stuck and um, this is one of the costs of taking a stand for jesus now uh, there are places in the world today and there are places today where people will be arrested because of taking a stand for jesus imprisoned in secret corridors of prisons tortured likely Uh, forced to recant, forced to um, declare their loyalty to the government uh, that so very much sees them as a threat. Um, And they're faced with these horrible um, aspects of torture um, because of their commitment to Jesus. Now, most of us in the West uh, have those rights protected And we can't be thrown in jail for taking a stand for Jesus. Um, Depending on how our speech is perceived, we could possibly be thrown in jail if it's viewed as hateful or intolerant or something like that. And so the risks for taking a stand for Jesus are growing uh, for those who believe and uh, follow the scriptures. Uh, But we are, it's unlikely for any of us to be thrown in prison because of taking a stand for Jesus in the world. Um, These were harsh punishments for their commitment to Jesus, and they willingly embraced the suffering that came along with being a follower of Christ in the world, with taking a bold stand for Jesus. I wonder how many of us would similarly take that bold stand, knowing it might cost us uh, a severe lashing time in prison, Or would we shrink back? Would we wilt in the the heat of the fire? Paul and Silas did anything but wilt. (laughs) Uh, They boldly stood, and it wound them up in jail. As we move on in the passage, we'll see what God does. Uh, And obviously, they don't stay in jail forever, so we know that eventually their release comes. And uh, we can be grateful for that. But um, the consequences are real if you're going to take a stand for Jesus in this world. Uh, they may look different for us, but they're real nonetheless. Are you ready to embrace those consequences? Are you ready to take that stand for Jesus no matter what it costs you? Those are questions that every sincere disciple of Jesus Christ must answer as they consider their commitment to the Lord. All right, my friends, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study. I pray that these words, as always, are uh, encouraging to you and that you'll continue to reflect on them today. God bless.